0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Pog Prescription, your show for getting better as a gamer, as a competitive video gamer, and as a human in general. I am your host. Gamer doc, and this is depending on when you are seeing it either the last show of 2021 or the first show of 2022. And you know what that means everyone is so excited about their New Year's resolutions, everyone's asking people about it. I was talking to someone the other day in text message, and they said, Well, what are your New Year's resolutions? and I hadn't really thought about it. Because I don't make New Year's resolutions, and I don't make them for a variety of reasons that I have recently discovered. So, if you are thinking about a New Year's resolution, uh, good for good for you, I guess. Um, but have you ever kept it? Have you ever kept your New Year's resolution? Have you ever known anyone who's kept their New Year's resolution? I'm sure there are some people out there. I'm sure there are some people who lost weight and didn't get heart disease from the Atkins diet. I'm sure some people took trim spa and were fine. I'm sure some people make New Year's resolutions and keep them, but I have a problem with New Year's resolutions for the same reason I have a problem with Valentine's day, right? Valentine's day is this time when we are told to show love and affection to the people in our lives who we should be showing love and affection to without needing a holiday for. I think it might be how you know Hallmark and card companies and capitalism has polluted these days. But this is how I feel about new year's resolutions. You don't need a day to tell you to make an improvement in your life, right? You you shouldn't need this societal pressure to say, oh yeah, I'm going to start going to the gym. Like, why not December 31st? Why not go before the holiday party, before the New Year's Eve party, before you're about to have 2,000 more calories than you should? Then you'll feel better when you eat that fourth ham and cheese croissant that are so small and delicious and just melt in your mouth. The other reason I don't like New Year's resolutions is because people like, hold them over your head and, like, try and make themselves feel good for saying they're going to do things, right? Oh, I, you know, I'm going to call my mother every day for the new year. Cool. Good. Have you done it? Are you doing it? Are you, like, are you actively doing it? We put so much more emphasis on the speaking rather than the actions because no one actually follows through on their new year's resolution. Like, if James is going to call his mother every day, for the year and james required a new year's resolution to strengthen his relationship with his mother we know how james is going to end up it's he's going to make it through three or four days maybe five days maybe even a weekend if he makes it through a weekend he might make it through a couple of weeks but you shouldn't need an arbitrary passage of time to make that change to make that change with your mother or to make that change with your family it is good to have positive change in your life, but you have to have it for the right reasons. Otherwise, it is not sustainable. If you say, all right, I'm going to follow what Doc says. Every day I'm going to do the, every week I'm going to do the POCRX. I'm going to follow all the instructions of the guests on this show and I'm going to be a better gamer. The reasons why you do that matter. And it's not my reasons that should matter to you. It's your reasons. What are you, Why are you doing this? Why are you listening right now? What do you want from life? And it's so hard to think about that because we have so much going on. We have so much chatter and so many to-do lists that we ha- we never get to stop and think, why? Why are we doing this? So for New Year's, instead of your stupid New Year's resolution, what I want you to do is write down on a piece of paper... All of the things you spent meaningful time on this past year. All of the things you spent meaningful time on in 2021. So all of your work engagement. So for me, I ran, you know, I have this podcast, I have another podcast, Hockey, if you're interested, Locker Room Talk. I sit on other people's podcasts, I go to speaking engagements, I work on a multitude of projects, I do consulting for this company and that company, right? All of the things that I do in my work life that I spend time. And then in my personal life, what am I spending my personal lifetime on? Visiting family, going to dinner, playing hockey, going rock climbing, working out, playing VR, putting that on my list. I want you to sit there, get that big old nice list of all the things you spent time on over the year. It's also like fun to have. And then you can look at it in a year. And I want you to do, this is why I want you to write it down on a piece of paper. I want you to take a look at that list and read through everything one more time. And think about how you feel when you read through and i want you to pick one thing on that list that does not make you feel joyful one thing on the list that matters the least to you i want you to take a big fat red permanent marker and cross it off you are not doing that in 2022 i no longer will be on other people's podcasts in 2022 unless it's under very specific circumstances because it takes up so much of my time i don't have time to do other things anymore right this isn't a bad thing how many things everyone's doing right it it, it's not a bad thing but we have been so polluted by choice in this day and age because of technology because of opportunity it's great right it's fantastic it's wonderful that we have choice but we get polluted by choice Our to-do list is so long that we just have to get through it, and we don't enjoy doing the things anymore, right? I am recording this show, this part of the show, like two hours before my deadline. I love this show. I love doing this. I love learning from people, and I love learning from you. I love hearing all of your comments. I love it. If I am so focused on getting this done, I don't get to enjoy the process, and that is what is happening to us. We say yes to so many things that we are spreading ourselves thin, so thin, so thin, like the corners of toast when you're out of butter, that you are no longer efficient. You can't taste the butter anymore. It's just dry, disgusting toast. And who wants the corners anyways? Cut the crust off of your toast. Come on, do it. It becomes so inefficient and we lose joy in what we do. Only a few Only a couple things in this world truly matter to you. You know how I know that? Because that's true for everyone. Only a couple things in this world truly matter to us. And the other things we're doing, we're doing it because of obligation, because of pressure, because we think we want to do it when we really don't want to. So for your New Year's resolution, you're going to take all of the things that you do and you're going to get rid of one. You're going to get rid of one thing. And you're going to use that time that you just freed up to do your other projects that bring you joy. Do them better. Remain in control. And you're going to enjoy the projects. You're going to enjoy the training. You're going to enjoy getting better at AIM because you get to listen to your music and you get to practice your AIM. I love AIM training. I think it's fun, right? It is fun, but it's not fun if you have to do it every day and you only have 20 minutes and you're, you're losing time right? Stay in control and enjoy your journey. You have to prioritize your time. You have to prioritize your own time and say, this is no longer worth my time. And when future opportunities come up, you're going to say no, if it doesn't bring you joy. This isn't some crap that I'm just spewing. This will change your life. Change it. Get rid of one thing in 2022, that you think you wanted to do but you no longer want to do and see how your life changes and then keep going keep going with that red permanent marker once one thing has gone take the next thing off take the next thing off take the next thing off and see how you feel see how you feel mid 2022 if you do that and commit to it let's revisit i'll make a, i'll put a little google calendar notice for myself we'll talk about it then that's what i want you to do y'all all right so now it is time for our POG RX. The point of the show, despite not having mentioned it in the intro, is to make you better at video gaming or to help you make other people better at video gaming. So every show, we give you one tip from me and one tip from our guests on what we think is the most important thing right now that you can do. You can enact doesn't require like fancy special equipment, doesn't require fancy coaches. One thing you can do to make you better at video gaming. So here it is, this is not medical advice, your POG RX. In the 2008 Beijing Olympics, Michael Phelps set a world record in the 200 meter butterfly. While remarkable on its own, Phelps was unable to see the last 75 meters due to his goggles filling with water. So how did he manage it? Well, he practiced before, just in his mind visualization is the process of imagining yourself completing a task and it is used by high performers everywhere visualization has been shown to improve performance on tasks you have never physically done and can even increase muscle strength take 20 seconds while you drift off to sleep and imagine your success if you're learning a new champ or movement pattern close your eyes and picture it Start with just the general image, your perfect tunneling in Fortnite. Next, imagine the specific body movements that must accompany this and feel them underneath your fingers. Without moving, tap out the series of buttons on your keyboard and fake move your mouse in the correct directions. Once you've got that, start to adjust the variables. What if I missed an edit? How do you correct your movements? Run through that sequence a couple of times. What if your enemy comes from an unexpected location? How do you respond? practice in your head, and perform in real life. All right, y'all, there is your PogRx for today. Let's get to our guests. This time we're doing something a little bit different. Normally we have people in leadership at esports organizations, pro gamers, what have you, performance coaches... But on this episode, I've invited someone from Full Sail University's eSports team. Uh, His name is Jordan, and he is a world-class dude. He went from a traditional sports background, playing for the University of Minnesota as a defensive lineman, and finally transitioning over to professional rugby. Professional rugby, that's kind of a big deal. Before deciding he was going to go back and get his master's, and start helping out with the eSports team. Uh, The reason why this is so interesting to me is because there's so much that eSports can learn from traditional sports, but it's not like you can apply everything, right? And what he has really done is help evolve and grow this team using principles he learned in traditional sports. So I think that's just a really cool perspective, and I want to hear what he has to say. So let's welcome him to the show. Jordan, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
2: How's it going? I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: So you're, thank you for joining us from Europe. I know time zones constantly confuse me. I can restart a heart, but I cannot convert EST to whatever time zones are in Europe. So thank you. Well, I, thank I'll you.
2: tell you right now, it's currently 7 p.m. right oh. now. On the, uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's two. So there you go. We've all. We can actually just end the podcast now. Everyone has learned enough about what awesome. they need to, which is time zone conversions. Right. Um, so you, like we said in your intro, you went from playing collegiate football at a super high level, semi pro mm-hmm. rugby, and then pro rugby, and then decided, hey, let's play some video games. Uh, yeah. And so now you are the captain of the Call of Duty team at Full Sail. Um, so what was that transition like for you, going from? competitive traditional sports to competitive esports.
2: Uh, let's just say it was quite the culture shock, right? So, um, playing contact sports my whole life, I not only was I, I did martial arts growing up as well. I was a boxer. So, you know, in in, in cultural in cultural sports like live action sports, you get a lot of that raw raw mentality, like a lot of big alpha male, everybody's trying to be the big dog. So, I had to learn how to like tone down the aggressiveness of like, I guess like that masculine side of live action sports. And I had to learn how to like, Hey, Jordan, this is how you have to sit down and talk to people in real life. You know, like not everything is not everything is um, very exciting and in your face, maybe in the moment. Sure. But I think you have to like be more conscious and aware of the individuals that you're working with as well, because not all of them have that, um, aggressive mentality that you have. So you have to like, either you could teach them how to do it, or you simply have to adapt to how they think and how they speak and how and how they act in a a certain manner.
1: So when you joined the Call of Duty team, you were, you know, had the best KD, you're leading the team. And then how are things now? Are you still like the the best one on the team?
2: No, on the contrary, the students have surpassed the master. Um, This was like, this is like, I get goosebumps about it. I don't know if you can see it, but like, it really, it, it really hurts. It really hits a certain spot in my heart because like, so I joined this team. I was playing Rainbow Six Siege for Armada and I decided, you know, I wanted to change up the eSport. I um, I joined the Call of Duty team and it was, it was something like, it was a big transition for me as well because I, I come to find out that the Call of Duty team prior was, they are graduating. No one's coming back and they're all a top 10 team. They were They were a top 10 team in the CCL, you know, Guys that shot back did not miss. Like they were on their P's and Q's in the game. Right. And I got these guys, you know, they don't really have much competitive experience in call of duty. And mind you, we're going into like the end of cold war, which is like, n- everyone thought cold war wasn't like a good game that year. So no one was really inspired to play it. And like, I remember I used to get these guys, my, like, all right, give me your schedule. Give me your times. Uh, like, give me the times you got, give me the work schedule. You got, uh, let me know when you're available, and I used to make schedules for them, right? And I used to schedule practice times, I used to schedule VOD times, all that jazz. And these guys would come every single day, just ready to work. We would grind all night, ready to work. And now that I've well, I just graduated with my master's, so now I go back and I can see them in the in the in the team chat. Everything's already organized on their own. I talk to them, say, "Hey, how's everything going? Well, we got our time schedule going." We got our, we got uh time management going, organizational skills are going. Uh, we're actually, we're I don't know if I could curse, but we're kicking some ass over here on this end. So
1: yeah. like, they're
2: all, they're all like super happy and they've certainly surpassed me in terms of skill and, and like just being a better player, more sound as well too. So I'm like, I'm very proud of my boys, man. I love them to death.
1: That's awesome. So yeah, it's wild because traditional sports really does teach you that time management strategy. I think even as early as like middle school or high school, it's like, okay, I got practice after school. I got this much time to work, you know, to to do my homework and then blah, 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 blah. blah. (laughs) Whereas in video games, we don't have that developed amateur scene. It's more solo. So you... You don't have that time management skill what else did you see was could really be developed when you came to the team aside from you know time management organizational skills from the esports perspective what other things did you try and work with the players on
2: uh i think you know you could say that this is a more so of time management as well like i was gonna say discipline but i think one of the bigger points i'd want to touch at is commitment You know, it's very hard to get committed to a video game. Like people have to understand that because throughout history, people look at video games as what? Uh, A a leisurely experience, right? It's supposed to be something that people are going to use to get away from their everyday life. So imagine you got done working a nine to five, or you just got done working an extremely uh, tenuous, uh, extremely difficult task at, at work or at school, and you come back and then you're getting absolutely wrecked on the game. And you're trying to focus in on that it's not going to be as leisurely as people would think it is but i think when these guys when they they accept the challenge and they accept that 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 commitment that mentality committed to something that's when you start seeing that that 180 that mentality of of commitment and, and the discipline the time management that's that is to me is like almost an intangible that these guys need to be successful in esports
1: yeah it makes me think of finding your why it's one of our previous guests talked about. It. It's like, why are you doing this? Why are you playing video games? And once you find that, then you can just recommit and re-put all of your energy and time into it. Because you've you've realized why you're doing this instead of just like, I like video games, you know?
2: Right. And, reason. you know, the what I use my why for, like, why I got into video games, it's just... I simply love competing. Competing is my why my, my competition like level is just sometimes it's, it's not healthy, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not healthy sometimes. And like my, <clears throat> my teammates will see it and they'll be like, Hey, you know, you need to calm down a bit. I'm like, no, keep going, push the envelope, keep going nonstop. And, you know, and I, I basically told my teammates like, all right, why are you on this team? Like, why do you want to be a part of the team? I got one. One of my teammates told me, like, I just want to be a top competitor. Another one said, I want to be a top competitor. Another one said to me was, "Well, I want to, I want to make friends and I want to like create a new bond with people." I'm like, that to me is like the most wholesome answer that you could possibly give me ever. Like, I mean, I'm a pretty tough guy, but when I heard that, I was like, <laughs> like right. I, like, I, I, I kind of hit, hit home in your head, heart. So, uh, yeah. So I and mean, I go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I want to just circle back on what you said because it's, it's so interesting because I play on a, a hockey team right now. And when my team yeah. is down in the dumps, I go up to them and I'm like, all right, everyone, get your heads out of your butts. It's time to go. <laughs> and like, you know, you, you give them a, like a rousing, you scream and you yell, and you flail your arms around and everyone's like smacking their sticks out on the ground. And they're like, "Let's yeah. let's go. In esports. That doesn't always work. Sometimes it does, but no. some most of the time it does not. Everyone's like, whoa. So how yeah. do you get that competitive nature out of your teammates, out of the students, without that rah-rah traditional sports mentality that you and I are so accustomed to?
2: Well, listen, don't get it twisted. Sometimes a rah-rah has come out sometimes. Right? <laughs> like, I remember one time I, I looked at my teammates. I was like, because we all like sit next to each other in our practice mm-hmm. facility. I remember I looked at and said, "Do you want to lose? Do you want to lose? Do you want to lose? No, The let's pick it though, right now. All right." And they were like, "All right, let's go." And then we ended up winning the series. Love it. You know? And but, like I said, like that that type of raw rawness, like it doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. But it it doesn't work. So here's what I've noticed in esports: that raw raw mentality, that raw raw loudness, it works behind closed doors Mm. it works um like amongst the teammates in the coaching like in in that like in that apparatus if we're all in a private room together and everyone's single-handedly getting chewed out or like say like trying to get hyped up that works in a private setting that doesn't work in an open manner like with like in front of a lot of people like in front of a live crowd like other esports organizations um other esports organized events have right right but i think you know, you're learning how to like dial it down. And, like, definitely bring the rawness out when your boys are winning or when your teammates are, are like they're they're killing it. Like, get hype. I remember we <laughs> it was one event we were um we're it was Battle of the Boulevard at UCF and we were down six we were down like five to one or five to nil. Excuse me. And one of my teammates he comes back and. He makes he heard one v one and I got super hyped. And I was I wasn't playing at this time. I was just coaching behind him. I had my headset on. And I was just got super hyped, got rah-rah, and then I was like, Let's go, come back right here, right now, come back, come back. And I was just yelling at them, make a comeback right here. Like that that rah-rah mentality only works if it's like words of affirmation, of, of yeah. love and and of, of, of you know, just positivity. Like that rah-rah mentality, just like like critic, like criticizing doesn't work in the open vicinity
1: totally and i I think also there's a lot of outcomes based emphasis in esports where it's like winning 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 above all and we and we lose that kindness and we lose that affirmation side of things i love the mention of the love languages so it's yeah. it's it, it's hard because it's like you can be rah rah without. I'm a man.
2: We got to talk about love languages, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right? Yeah. yeah,
1: so. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's it's like it's like the thing about swearing, right? People think if you swear, you're in anger, but that's an American thing. Whereas everywhere else in right. the world, they swear just because they're swearing. It's like we can mm. get rah rah, we can get aggro in mm-hmm. a in a kind way, in an affirmative way, and I think that's right. something that esports is also. Really taught me as well. I got two final questions for you because we are almost running out of time. Um, you're good. Number one is, you are not just a football rugby player turned Call of Duty god. You also are pretty well studied. So uh, yeah. talk to me about you know you're you're you've been reading Plato. You've been reading about mythology. What is that kind of esoteric? Mm-hmm philosophical stuff does that help you at all when you're when you're coaching when you're working in oh esports? yeah
2: yeah 100 um you know i i always tell this to a lot of people like technology is highly esoteric mm-hmm. right you know a lot of the technological advancements that man has made has you know has has jumped forward us thousands of years that totally. we would never thought we would be at right so that's why my name is esoteric gaming you know i always try to like I always talk about, like, as above, so below, as within, so without, like, and I always tell my teammates, look, guys, as above, so below, as within, so without, you know, and I always try to make that as you are like, what does that mean? Like, how do you, how do you apply them, like, what you think up here, as above, eventually does come out, so below, like, as above, so below, as above, so below, like, just using different, like, like I always try to tell them like visualize yourself dominating in a specific mm-hmm. manner in a specific game. Once you keep visualizing yourself as above, it'll soon translate so below mm-hmm. into the that we're currently in right now. And they've like whoa, mind blown, right? Like they kind of get like that whole like 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 that I don't know that meme the guy he's just like Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. about. Yeah, so you know I really, you know, just using like different types of um, just, I, I love trying to dig into different types of literature to see yeah. how I can optimize myself as a leader as well. Uh, one thing I will say is that you know, like just treating like what a lot of things in like esoteric literature and a lot of ancient literature, it, it all dilutes back to one thing. This is being a good person, right? This is being a wholesome person, just making sure you're doing what's right for yourself and doing what's right for others, you know, sometimes, and and at the moment, it might not come off as, like, doing what's right for your teammates because your teammates are like, God, you know, Jordan, he's such a, you know, I hate him, man. Like, he's so rough on me. He's so aggressive. Just, but just know it's coming from a place of love. Yeah. Because I can see the potential within you. And, you know, so, yeah.
1: We talk about mindset, visualization, mm-hmm. you know, faking confidence until you have confidence, the power of the mind, all the time on this show. Yeah. So I love that you just conceptualized all of that as well. That's amazing. All right. So final question if you had a prescription pad in front of you you decided after your master's you're going to get your doctorate and you can write one thing down on that prescription pad that will make someone a better gamer that they can do today to make them better tomorrow what is that one thing going to be i know it's a hard question
2: no i don't know um i'm not saying i don't know because i don't know i know the answer but just generalizing like yeah. It's because it means a lot to me. Um, I think what I would prescribe onto that paper is love. Like, that, I don't think people understand, like, what love is. People think love is such an intimate thing. Like, it could be, be between two human beings, and it can only be shared between two human beings. Like, no. Love is something that is so much more deeper. And, like, like loving what you do, loving waking up every morning, loving your job, loving your wife, loving your husband, loving your siblings, loving your teammates, just loving what you do. And if you love what you do every single day and you put that love forward every single day, you're not going to suffer one bit. You're not going to hate what you do. You're not going to stop. You're not going to stop like loving yeah. essentially your job. And I think that's what it comes down to. And I know it sounds corny because it comes from like a big Does old it. guy. Himself, but you know, I'm telling you right now, kids, hear me out. Sure. Love what you do every single day. Love it because you don't know if you're ever going to get it again. That's just the truth. So, love. That's what I prescribe to the perfect gamer.
1: If you love what you do, you won't work a day of your life. Nope. All right, right. Jordan, that was incredible. We always preach, you know, we always bring science hard, but relying on kindness and love is just as important um so i i love that you brought that so jordan thank you so much for joining us um your twitter handle has been below you this whole time but is there anything else you want to call attention to or anything else you want to shout out the floor is yours
2: man big shout out to full sail armada shout out to full sail university as well just graduated with my master's degree from there uh shout out to sari shout out to tracy shout out to hoyt shout out to everybody at full Sale, shout out to full sail cod I love you boys to death. I'll be seeing you very soon. We're gonna be get back in the lab again. Full sale Call of Duty Top 10. Take it to the bank. Alright?
1: Love is all you need. Love is all you need. Was anyone else singing that when he was was saying that? I was just in my head it just kept going over and over again. I agree with him. I agree with him, y'all. And for those of you who when you heard that, you're like, uh, that, uh I want you to check on those limiting beliefs in your brain that are holding you back from understanding ideas that are too emotional or too esoteric or too something because there's a reason why your brain is rejecting those ideas, right? And it's probably from your upbringing. Like me, growing up, I used humor to diffuse defensive situations and I never, ever, ever, ever cried. So when something would get emotional on a TV screen or in life, I would just constantly diffuse it with humor. But turns out you can't ignore tears and you can't ignore sadness, especially when sad stuff happens to you. So I had to unpack that and I had to go back to basics and learn how to be sad and learn how to cry. And it was really hard and still to this day, when something sad happens, I kind of reject it, right? But that is not the full person that I am. By rejecting the things that make me uncomfortable or I'm not super happy with, I am rejecting parts of myself. So if you hear someone say, how you make yourself better is by love, and that makes you, if you think that's lame, I want you to really think about that and think about why your brain is telling you to think that. And that answer, it could be life-changing. So there you go. Some more tidbits of info at the end of the show. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening have a absolutely wonderful new year if you are catching this before 2022 and don't make stupid new year's resolutions because they're dumb have a happy and a healthy week thanks for tuning in we hope you enjoyed this show for more information follow GamerDoc on twitter at GamerDoc underscore and please remember nothing in this video is medical advice yes i am a doctor and yes you may need help but this is the internet, and this is for entertainment informational purposes only. Thank you, and have a very nice day.